So have you ever had to give a cat liquid medicine? No. Okay, what? <laughs> I have I have not until until Pixel went to she had her thing. Uh, and so now I have to give her a liquid medicine for like two weeks. And a uh, fun fact about cats uh, is that if they taste something that they don't like, they will foam at the mouth like they have fucking rabies. What? Jesus. Seriously, straight up. That's just a thing. So with cats, you have to like... <laughs> <laughs> you have to strategically shoot the medicine directly down their throat so it doesn't hit their tongue and they don't foam up like they're fucking crazy maniacs. Oh my god. Oh my and that's how god. I feel that's how I feel with TVD trying to like shove Damon being a good person down my throat. <laughs> it's like you gotta shoot it directly back there otherwise I will foam up at the mouth like a fucking crazy person. Everybody to Afterbite. It's a Vampire Diaries fan cast. It's only 10 years too late. We are here, episode 19. We are watching episode fucking Jesus Christ. We're watching the dinner party and what is it? The house guest? Yeah. The house guest. These names. A lot of proper nouns here. These names. A lot of very yeah. You guys. It's very, very specific. That's true. Is it? You're referring though? to not any dinner party, but the dinner party. But is mm -hmm. it specific? Think about it. Yeah. It feels like There's it's a dinner trying party? to be specific, but then they're like, actually, really vague. Dinner like, party? what dinner party are you referring to? The one where they kill Elijah. Well, yeah, but I'm just Spoilers. saying the title. We'll get there. It's like, no, Jordan's right, though. It's like kind of like an appropriately vague but unvague name. You know when, like, supervillains are like, my name is, or superheroes are like, my name is The Flash. And you're like, okay, but, like, camera, or do you run super fast, or do you just have a trench coat with nothing on underneath? Like, I'm really, what is the branding here? What is the consistency? Mary Allen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Make sure to watch The Flash only on the CW. <laughs> we don't advertise CW shows here. Wait, shit. We only The Flash. <laughs> we do! We literally do podcast for three of the CW shows. Episode 15, The Dinner Party. Uh, Stefan tells Elena about his darkest days, and trying to catch Elijah off guard, Damon arranges a dinner party for him, for him with Jenna, Alaric, and Andy. Go, Andy. I love how in all of these dinner parties, whenever there's like a dinner party happening, there's always like an awkward pair thrown in there, you know? Jenna and Alaric. Which one is the yep. awkward pair? Both of them are pretty awkward. <laughs> I mean, I think Jenna and Alaric are supposed to be the main awkward pair, you know? But then yeah, also John Gilbert shows up, so maybe he and, maybe John Gilbert and Elijah are the awkward pair. That is also know? No, true. John Gilbert and his ego are the awkward pair, let's be real here. <laughs> That's fair true true so this fucking episode starts off with like some dear diary ass flashbacks oh jordan i want your your official dear diary mm -hmm. hater is this dear diary sequence good or not this is a good one all right okay this is, oh. this is why it's a good one all right all earlier right. in season one when they had the dear diary it felt so forced and not natural at all and you're like why mm -hmm. is this happening where is this coming from why are there 
why why are voices overlapping i just want to hear a story you know that's what a dear mm-hmm. diary is supposed to do it's supposed to lead the narrative you know a little narrative story this one's nice mm-hmm. because it's like it's focused on like a specific task to tell the some like back important background history about what's about to happen about Stefan. um and i think it's also really good because it includes a flashback scene and as we know the flashback scenes on the Vampire Diaries are usually very good. They That's are true. top tier. They do a very good mix of Dear Diary flashback-esque moments. And you're like, whose diary are we watching or listening or reading? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you find out. So basically, the the whole... The, the crux of the matter is, Stefan goes on a fucking bender once he becomes a vampire. He... Uh, he goes on a bender, kills all the founding families of Mystic Falls, like, kills some nice young ladies who are just out here trying to feel themselves, uh, and he's a dick. He kills Jonathan Gilbert, like, the original Jonathan Gilbert. For a second, I was like, I was like, wait, then how is he telling this story? I had that same thought, I'm like, how do you know which the face of the man who killed you like what and then i remembered right magic ring cannot right, be killed exactly. by supernatural things got a lot of loopholes i know <laughs> and i like totally forgot about it and i was like literally me thinking about like how did jonathan gilbert survive that like <laughs> i i had gone into like a I, I was distracted i was distracted for like literally the next one, two, like three scenes. I was like, how the fuck did Jonathan Gilbert? I was so distracted. I went into I a full blown theory else. about like, oh, well, he couldn't have written this. So then like somebody else must have gotten his journal and then started writing like it was him for some reason. And like just trying to alter history or something like that. And I was like, oh, right. There is a loophole. There, There's no need for <laughs> that. All that there's extra always work. a loophole. <sighs> Brian, you have to pay me $5 every time you say a Legacies reference on this show. Aha. Especially if it's the title of an episode. I'm sorry, I'm on unemployment right now. <laughs> you owe me $5. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, Stefan is out by the docks being angsty, skipping rocks like a fucking pro. Can Straight I just yeah. say? It's like seven solid bounces. Can I just say, I want that skill. I suck at skipping rocks. <laughs> But imagine me being able to just do it so naturally and for seven, like, skips. What the heck? It was so many skips. I don't That's understand. why Stefan Salvatore is the bestest boy. He skips rocks. <laughs> That's it. That's our only criteria. It's yeah. just Stefan Salvatore, best boy, question mark, and then just one checkbox. Check box. Can he skip rocks? The answer is yes. So he is therefore the best boy. Skips rocks has hero hair done. <laughs> uh, Damon gives gives Stefan a call. He's like, "Hey, what up? I'm gonna kill. Um, I'm gonna kill Elijah just to let you know." Damon also says the very cursed words. Now that Tyler's gone, that's put an end to our werewolf chapter. Which Brian, shut up! I don't want to fucking hear it. I literally wrote a note and I was like, "Haha, chapters are a thing." And then I also wrote a note without even seeing yours. I just like no scope. Yeah, shut it. the fuck up, Brian. Preemptively, I don't want to hear it. So you know <laughs> what? This, I know scope. Just, just, this shit. I opened your notes and I saw that, and I was like, oh. 
I felt very attacked. I don't know if we've said it chapters. recently, but fuck chapters. It's bullshit. It's not a real fuck thing. That was the, it's that, not uh, a real this thing. is the start of the um, sacrifice chapter. Or Shut the, the fuck uh, up, not Ryan. A, not, <laughs> Ryan. not a real thing. <laughs> They're fake. Not a real thing. I know we're picking fights with the TVD fandom like 10 years too late, but I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's just what we have to do now, you know? Like, that this is who we are, you know? We're just beating a dead horse. <laughs> exactly. We see the dead horse, and we we have a defibrillator just so that we can get this dead horse back up and running a little bit so we can kick the shit out of it. No, we have the magical Gilbert ring. I love how we're all acting as if the TVD fandom is not still alive. I know, as though I don't have Delinos in my mention every other day. Like, as though they're not just here like a fucking plague upon this land. <laughs> oh my god. I've cursed our podcast now for all time, I hope you know. No, I think our right. podcast has been cursed since day one, since we say, we, since we've said, Damon sucks, he's the worst. You know? That's true. I think we lost a lot of folks that first day. <laughs> As soon as our podcast aired. But I, I did like, say, I did say, if you have a reason for liking Damon, <laughs> what's that? I dropped something off my computer. My bad. I did say, if you have a reason for liking Damon or Delina, go ahead, scream at us at, 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 at our Twitter account, because that leads to us having more engagement, and we would appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> at Afterbite Pod on Twitter, uh, please engage. Scream at us, please. If you disagree with us, please scream at us. I would very much enjoy that. What are your thoughts on chapters? Do you agree with them or disagree with them? If you no, don't agree no, with them, this one, not, that this one not <laughs> chapters, not up for talk to us about anything else on Earth, anything else. Just not the phone lines are open. Chapters. We're standing by, <laughs> <laughs> standing by to take your call right now. <laughs> Go to. What is it? Fucking anchor.com slash afterbite to leave us a voice message. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. It's anchor.fm slash afterbite. Leave us a voice message. Representatives are standing by. If you yell, you definitely will make it onto the show. As long as it's like not anything offensive, you will make it onto the show. I guarantee that. Actually, even if it is something offensive, I might just bleep you and let it on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love bleeps. Don't you love it? Yeah. Okay. So what's Damon up to? <laughs> He's doing this weird thing where like he winks every time he hangs up the phone and it's like, my guy, they can't fucking see you, you know? <laughs> just breaking the He's fourth wall. Just looking wall into the camera. Uh Here's the th- Okay, I have uh, something to say about fourth walls breakage. Okay. If it's done nicely, I enjoy it a lot, you know? Especially for intentional reasons. There was like recently an episode of Killing Eve where e- where um villain and he like looks into the camera and you're like oh that hurts you know because she's having like a small breakdown but if you're an actor and you're winking at the end of a phone call to kind of, and you're kind of breaking the fourth wall because like who else would you be winking at that's like some dumb bs that i do you know like <laughs> yeah. like if i'm like i'm like going through a scenario and then i turn to the side as if i'm on the office and like stare directly into the camera i'm i'm allowed to do that Damon, you're not allowed to do that. Stop it. Stop it. It's just so, Get some help. like, <laughs> why? You know? Like, who right. knows? I've actually never noticed that, but I feel like now, like, as I'm rewatching it, like, on, I'm like, on my rewatch, I'm currently on season seven. I'm probably going to notice I'm doing it then, and I'll be like, god damn it. <laughs> exactly. Now we've cursed everybody for all, all of time. 
You're welcome. Yeah. You know how there were, you know how God unleashed a bunch of plagues across the world? Yeah. Because uh, he was yeah. like angry about something. Yeah. I feel like that's us. <laughs> Just when people are trying to rewatch TVD in peace, we're like, hey, do you realize that Damon's one emotion is cocaine or that he winks when he hangs up the phone? And everybody's like, no, okay. but now I will actually. And I hate this. Thank you so much. So what I'm saying is you should be really glad we're not summoning some fucking locusts or some shit, you know? Like, it's not raining frogs, at least. You're just realizing some dumb shit Ian Somerhalder does, you know? Okay, but where did the cocaine come in? <laughs> I, I see Brian, it. Brian! I see it! Listen to our show! It's in no. episode... It's like episode 10 or 11? It's, I think it's in episode 11. Uh, it's the season finale from season 1. Uh, oh. Ian has no good emotion except for like cocaine. He looks like a lizard man wearing a suit of his own skin. We've been over Jesus. this. Oh yeah, we have. We have been over this we multiple have. times. Yeah, we have. <coughs> so God bless you. That was a cough, but thank you. Oh. That was a cough, and now I have descended another plague onto the land. Miss Rona, she's coming for me. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> forest a late or jenna's just like showing elijah around <laughs> listen i don't know people's names man i took one Neither i took I. my eyes away from the notes for a moment and that was a mistake yep. so in the forest uh, elijah's being shown around by jenna they're walking Yay. old property lines they have like some old maps <clears throat> i love how jenna's carrying everything and elijah ain't got shit on his shoulders uh -huh. like bud offer to carry a fucking bag you chivalrous motherfucker mm-hmm he got to keep that suit pressed, though. That's true. You know what? That's valid. Yep. Uh, Elijah makes a point that the founders of Mystic Falls didn't actually found shit, which we called it. Are we, sh are we I shocked? I like forever ago. I will say the amount of... <laughs> Sorry. One second. Oh. <coughs> now see, Ooh. that's what a cough sounds like. <laughs> Sorry, my coughs don't sound cough-like enough. Damn, bitch. Okay, I'm back. So I will say that... Welcome back. <laughs> I will say that the amount of, like, small things that this show says, but you're like, you're not going to un unpack that more. You're just going to just say it and then just keep walking. Okay. Like, like this whole, like, oh, the founders didn't found this 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 town we're living in yeah let's talk about that a little bit more or even later on i think it's in this episode and the next one when they're talking about um witches being burned and they're like we need to find the burial gun where all these witches have been burned from salem witch trials i'm just like yeah sure that can be a plot point i'm not i don't feel uncomfortable about that at all don't worry Literally. jordan it's a secret musket tool for later it really is. Uh, literally, Jenna's like, <laughs> I, I bet it was the men who made a big deal about being founders. It's like, do you want to unpack that statement, Jenna? No. And nobody does. Nope. Nobody wants to unpack no. that. You're just leaving this really nice gift out in front of me, and you're like, don't open it. I'm like, no, but I want to. <laughs> you wrapped it all nicely and everything. There's a bow. Let me pull the bow, dude. But no. Honestly, it kind of feels like very performative. Like, oh, let's include this like fun little tidbit like that everyone will agree with and then just leave it there on the ground for everyone to stare at. And then yep. let's keep walking. 
and they Drop do the it mic later too and leave with the like mic. <laughs> exactly they do it later with uh like some just like fun casual sexism on damon's part which <laughs> love that for us oh my god love yeah. that this aired on the cw in like 2012 like love that for they're like us. they're like oh this is sexist anyways let's continue to do it and then they just do it it's like y'all gonna unpack that or are you just gonna leave it okay okay you're just gonna leave it that's fine uh, so, uh, also in, in the forest, uh, Alaric Saltzman shows up, and let me just say, and I will say this every single fucking time he shows up in an episode, fuck Matt Davis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disgusting excuse for a human being. Yes, correct. Alaric, though, you're like, okay, at best, yeah. sometimes. You have your moments. Anyway. <laughs> you're a five. <laughs> so, we cut to where I feel like every episode of The Vampire Diaries inevitably cuts to the Mystic Grill. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. The first, the best, the best. It's always like their pacing is really predictable in the fact that, like, in the first four minutes, five minutes of an episode, right? Once the title sequence comes up, right? There's one scene pre-title sequence, then four quick scenes post-title sequence that are all the A, B, and C plots of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, like, now this is this is the C plot. <laughs> I hope you're all ready for this C plot. Um, where Luca's pissed off at Bonnie because he can't remember anything. Admittedly so, because if you forgot, they, like, mind-jumped him yet the other day, the other episode. And roofied him. Yeah. They, they, they witch-roofied him. him. Uh, and Jeremy's playing bodyguard because uh, he's buff now, and that's what he does. I love how the bestest boy. I love how Jeremy has, like, so he's like, I can do this, I can protect you, and then I'm over here like, Jeremy with what? With what? His arms. But His very what, big arms. But we're, I'm not calling... Reminder, I'm not calling them warlocks because that's stupid. This is mm-hmm. a witch, Jeremy. God, yeah. It's a witch. They can do whatever they want to you because they have witchy powers. What are you going to do? I also love... In this Stand episode especially... Bonnie. In this episode especially, I realize it is they keep trying to put... Uh, what's this actor's name? Stephen Queen? Which right? one? Oh, Jeremy? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Armour Queen, I think. Okay. Um, one of them. They keep putting him in, like, really baggy clothes and, like, a bunch of layered clothes so that you can't tell that he's absolutely fucking ripped mm-hmm. and just fucking jacked. Yeah. And they just keep putting him in, like, baggy jackets and, like, hoodies and stuff so you can't tell, but, like... Oh, yeah, they do. You can still tell. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. Yeah. Brian, I thought you would, like, <laughs> clock onto that immediately, my guy. I honestly did not clock onto it because I was too busy focusing on Bonnie being a badass, probably. That's valid. Also, yeah. I just want to note in this scene before we leave off, uh, there's a Foster the People song in the background, and that is the, uh-huh. I, I will count it, the third song I have actually recognized from the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> third. I literally wrote, like, just the note that I wrote was, pumped up kicks, that's I it. Know. Oh, wait, I didn't <laughs> even realize that the song was playing in the background. Oh, oh and yeah. I also wrote it's Luca has no rights. <laughs> That's also Why? valid. Luca also has no rights. Uh, but when? Pump Up Kicks is in the background. It's a fucking bop, dude. I don't think it I was is. paying enough attention because I also agree that Pump Up Kicks is a bop. I love that song. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the lake house. Uh, we're doing <gasps> a dish sesh with Elena, Elena and Stefan. Let's go back into the past, baby. Stefan is spilling that tea, hunty. 
It's Party Boy Stefan, this time in like 1868 <laughs> or what the fuck ever. Uh, I think uh, so, 1864 or 65. 1864. I just said 1868 because it sounded better. I don't know if we okay. would call this the same as Party Boy Stefan. This is, I'm calling this the same as Party Boy Stefan because dancing, partying. You know what? Yeah. General disdain for everybody. Yeah. I was going to say that, that the, I wouldn't associate Party Boy <laughs> Stefan with, with like that much like disdain mm-hmm. for everyone. You know, at least when we were initially introduced with to him, but I think that's just because he had like a little more humanity when we first got introduced to him. Now, right now, he has like no humanity. So exactly, it's a very no humanity Stefan. This is Ripper Stefan. Yes. Uh, also, they really in this scene really fucking hit you over the head with the fact that the Salvatore brothers have switched mm-hmm. and now Damon's no longer the responsible one, but Stefan's the responsible one now. And they really are going to keep hitting you over the fucking head with that until you understand. Hey, do you get it? Hey, do you get it yet? The brothers switched. It's symbolic. You get this parallel? Do you get this little, little remix we did with this? Is it cool to you? <laughs> okay. Hey, Brian. This is an audio podcast. I was going to speak, but then the gas came out. Audio (laughs) medium. Exclusively, we are in in middle's ears. Of a bit. Exactly. Jordan was bidding. And now I forgot where I was. I'm so sorry. Now I guess we're no longer on the fucking bit, huh? You've thrown us out of the bit, Brian. Are you fucking happy? You've unbitted us. I'm sorry. I actually was going to speak, but like it just came out. <sighs> okay, Jordan, continue. With your I bit. don't Please remember continue. where I was with my bit. Oh, You've interrupted no. the bit. You can't get the bit back the once bit the bit's gone. gone. <sighs> I was gonna say, I love how they un- they're like, "Hey, y'all, I know that the brothers have switched, and I know this is very symbolic. We're gonna unpack this deeply over time." But all the casual comments we make about like sexism, racism, and Virginia in general, leave those there. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're looking Virginia at these two general. boys. The boys are where it matters, you know? The boys. The boys. We're boys. looking at the boys, and they're swapping. The boys are switched. It's mm-hmm. like a... What is the fucking TV show? Like, uh, Wife Freaky Swap? Friday. Switch up no. <laughs> I was gonna say wife swap, but it's boy swap. But also, let's unpack Freaky Friday here. So we go back to the Mystic Grill. Alaric yeah. calls Andy and Damon weird because they are. They are. At the tomb, Catherine is apparently desiccating very quickly. Oh wait, I should mention last scene. Damon's like, let's have a dinner party. Let's have a kiki. No. No, no, he's okay. not allowed. He has to say dinner party. He's he's a white straight man. He has to oh. say dinner party. <laughs> okay. He's a straight man. He can't. Uh, so they're going to have a dinner party with like five people, which to me does not seem like a dinner party, but okay. Yeah. It's not a casual gathering. Exactly. With, in- like, with murderous intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, what uh, family so gathering isn't? doesn't have like murderous undertones. murderous intentions <laughs> you know like they're Fuck all there you, right, dude maybe we don't like go through with it but they're there so at the tomb Catherine desiccated super fucking quickly she is like already very gone which 
Okay, sure. Uh, Damon enters, brings her, like, some clothes, but, like, nothing else, like, not even a cro- book of crossword puzzles or fucking anything. Like, not even deodorant. I know, just brings her, like, two bags of dry cleaning. Like, dude, she's in a fucking tomb. I love how Are you gonna fucking her. take it to be dry cleaned? I love how he thinks that, um, that, like, the epitome of what she would need is close. <laughs> yeah. That about tracks with what we know about Damon so far. Thanks, Damon. <laughs> really knows people really well, you know? He's really good with women. He knows exactly what they want. So good with uh, women. Yeah. So Damon tells Catherine about John Gilbert like she should be surprised about it. But if you remember, John was already there to see Catherine mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. So... Damon thinks he's like three steps ahead, but he's actually like two steps behind. Yes. Yeah. As as he always is. As he always is. And you know, now you're thinking, what is Catherine up to? You know, if she's lying already. What is she up to? So she's like, No, Damon, don't kill Elijah, because if you do, I'll be stuck here forever. Oh no. And that sucks. I know, so God, I can't believe our like, I can't believe one of the main antagonists of season one is just going to be stuck here forever now. That's so sad. Wow. Oh, damn. Uh, well, so, we've got to move on. <laughs> back to the lake house. Uh, where, uh, <laughs> Stefan's uh, telling more of his story to Elena. Stefan, this is the first time we uh, have heard the term Ripper in the series mm-hmm. um, because yes. he was using wartime as a cover to uh, get all so much blood. Uh, and he mm-hmm. tries to stalk a woman in the forest, uh, and then he like tries to jump at her, and she's like, "No, no, no, not today." And Lexi Branson kicks his ass, uh, and she's like, "Okay, well, like, I need a place to stay for the night. So, like, what's up? Where's your place?" Uh, and Stefan takes takes her back to his ancestral home, uh, which he has been using as like a murder den, mm-hmm. uh, and he. He does the thing that we all do when we invite, like, somebody new over to our house. We're always like, oh, yeah, sorry, I meant to clean that up, but didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry about all the dead bodies of all the dead prostitutes from Virginia. I'm so sorry. Sorry about, about the mess. Uh, and she, imme- she like, diagnoses him immediately. She's like, oh, shit, you're a ripper. And he's like, well, what does that yeah. mean? She's like, well, you're my new project now. You ready to be best friends forever? Extreme <laughs> makeover like, yeah. vampire edition. Move that bus. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the good thing about Lexi being back. We know she won't die this time. Exactly. She's right now, died. she's good. Exactly. Yeah, she's safe. Love that for her. I know. I miss her so much. But also, this is her one appearance this season, which sucks so much. Rip. Per. I know. I wish. I wish we Rip got her, her more. Rip her, ripper, get it? Ripper, ha ha, ha 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 ha. Um, oh, you're so funny. I'm sorry for that joke. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian, for laughing. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a laugh. Jokes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, dinner comes around at the back of the Salvatore house. Dinner comes around. Elijah, Elijah pulls up, and he's like. Hey, if you try and fucking cross me, I will murder everybody in this fucking house. So fuck you. And Damon's like, and that's like, on period. And that's on period. Okay. 
Uh, Sam is like, don't worry, it. nothing's gonna happen, dude. It's fine. Just a friendly dinner party, you know, between buds. Yeah. Uh, and it is not a friendly dinner party between buds. Uh, Elijah keeps dropping like facts about events he witnessed. Like he's so casual. He's like, yeah, there's the bunch of witches burned in a field. You could hear their screams from miles around us. And it's like, oh, you think you're so fucking casual, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's better than dinner party chatter than a bunch of burning dead witches? I mean, come on. I mean, they could be having so small right. talk, so. Could I be mean, worse. Could be worse. It could be worse. They could also talk about how everyone in the town has been murdered by Damon Salvatore, basically. <laughs> Because the only person at this dinner party that doesn't know anything is Jenna. And she's just, like, there, like, and, like, figuring out, like, why is everyone so hostile? Everyone. She's just, like, why is, why is the she's vibe vibing. so awful? Everyone, she's vibing. She's drunk. I love it. Everyone knowing everything except for Jenna. And this event is being held at her house? What the heck? Wait, the Salvatore house. No. Oh, wait. Wait. I'm thinking of something. Yeah, else. we're still yeah. at the. We're still at the. We're still at the don't yeah. worry, we're still at the Salvatore house. Come on, it's not that bad yeah. yet. It's still bad, but Jenna doesn't have that nice of a house. Come on. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! At I mean, the Gilbert house, fuck, dude. I mean, it's honestly, I love the Gilbert house though. I'd live there too. So, uh, back to the lake house. Uh, Jonathan Gilbert goes crazy as fuck, and Elena's kind of just like reading about it. Uh, and my question is, is this just regular old-timey crazy, uh, or is this, like, supernatural crazy? Because boys been fucking around with some unseen forces where, uh, like, you know, that ring that brings him back from the dead all the time. Like, what level of crazy are we looking at here, John? I mean, there's no supernatural side effects to that. I mean, I, I, they I won't explore that. Be. They won't explore that. It'll be fine. Exactly. It'll be fine. Just like- dying multiple times will be totally fine. Nothing bad will ever happen. Exactly. Everybody like, loves just death and coming back from it. I feel like yeah, everything's there's something fine. being talked about that I don't know about. Hmm. I wonder what it is. <laughs> it's a secret Moscow tool we'll use for later. <laughs> I'm beating the dead horse so much. Oh, yeah. I'm just like boom, boom, I, boom. I made a poll asking what everybody's favorite gag is, and I'm pretty sure if I redid that poll after airing this episode, everyone would not vote for Secret Moscow Tool because everyone is like the majority said Secret Moscow Tool, and I'm pretty sure after this episode, everyone has had enough of it. I love it though. But have we had enough of it, really? No. Like, Brian doesn't even listen to the show. He just says words and then they disappear into the void. Is he ever going to have to face any, like, recompense for his actions? No. No. He's not going to have to listen to this back to edit it later. Because I'm a white male. Oh, God, that's too, that's too deep. Let's not I was just that. saying because you didn't listen to this show, Brian. I'm sorry. I can't hear anything. I cannot hear. I see nothing. I hear nothing. So back at the Salvatore house for dinner... Um, there's a lot of, like, casual sexism in CW shows that Mm -hmm. they just, like, let happen. This is the point where, uh, Damon's, like, he's telling Andy, he's like, okay, well, after dinner, you should suggest the gentlemen take their drinks in the parlor, and, uh, the ladies, the girls have coffee in the kitchen. Which I just gotta say, 
you're all just going to drop that and not leave it? Andy even goes like, that seems kind of sexist for me. And then Damon's like, fuck you, do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Which, hmm, fun. I mean, that's normal. Oh, God. Fun. (laughs) Having a great time, Brian. There's also a moment where Damon says that bad ideas are poorly executed awesome ideas. Um, bad. You know what? Go, Damon. That bad. is exactly why no. he is the <laughs> way he is. Um, just diving fed- head first into anything with like no awareness of the situation going around you and how it can affect other people. Yeah. So, Damon's king of no situational awareness, which fair, you know, fuck it. Damon uh, cannot read the room. Never can read Damon the room. Damon can't read. You can just bump. <laughs> he just can't read. <laughs> Yo, what up, I'm Damon. I'm 100 and whatever, and I never learned how to fucking read. We go back to the lake house again. Uh, Lexi's teaching, in the flashbacks, obviously, Lexi's teaching Stefan, like, what you can hurt, you can love. Which, love that for her. Also, just have to mention, we get a lot of close-ups on Lexi's face right now, and her eyebrows looking fucking snatched yeah. in 1865. Nice. Like, looking good. She knows how to take care of herself. It's just like, hell yeah. I know the boys are all prim and proper and what the fuck ever, and that's cool, because people like that, but Lexi's eyebrows? Girl. Digging Lexi, it. Lexi, iconic. Just Lexi in general? Digging it. Yeah. I, I was like, when she said the whole like spiel about love i was like oh that's super that's super like fairy tale-esque but like this is not like it really is a fairy tale love story you know yeah it doesn't seem like it kind of just seems to me like she's just telling him like once you start to get those emotions back you'll learn to love again because right now he's the Stefan we're at right now heartbroken over Catherine, heartbroken he just killed his own dad basically heartbroken that's Damon is just basically leaving him for dead. Not really, though. I mean, wouldn't that wouldn't be such a bad thing, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, it's just like he's kind of like lost all hope. And she's like, once you let that hope in, you learn to find love again, whatever that love is. Yeah, I get so. that. I guess I'm just saying, like, I guess the way I'm interpreting the Vampire Diaries currently, it feels it doesn't feel like they're trying they- to necessarily tell a story about love, you know? Like there are like a lot of yeah, that's, that's there's fair. like a lot of romantic elements, but because of the especially because of the way that relationships work on this show, where like people are just yeah. like going back and forth between one another constantly, and there are like it's hundreds tennis. of hundreds of love triangles, <laughs> relationship tennis. It just feels like I'm not saying that it feels out of place. I'm just saying that like it's weird how. Like, there's, like, this whole emphasis on love when it feels like, I don't know, is Lexi really talking about only, like, I guess, like, a romantic love? Because they're, like... I think she's talking more about, like, general love. Mm -hmm. Please welcome to the stage, general love. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm watching a lot of drag queen stuff, so, like, my comedy has now, like, reached, like, drag queen humor. Um, but I think it's just like Lexi's like telling him like you'll get over Catherine because believe me I'm over her I hate her <laughs> Lexi's just like hey I know you could kill humans but consider this 
they're kind of funky little dudes sometimes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just the whole point. She's like, they're kind of funky and fun and fresh. <laughs> funky and fun and fresh. Fun. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Mm-hmm. Try and step <laughs> to me, Brian. Try and step to me and my funky fun freshness. I, I tongue twisters. Ooh. Consider my tongue twisted. <laughs> There's some joke about lesbians and tongues in there somewhere. I'm just, I'm not going to make it. This is a family friendly show where we yell fuck Damon Salvatore a lot. Family friendly. We praise the Lord. We praise the Lord, uh, Catherine. Amen. <laughs> we praise the Lord. We talked about some plagues earlier. We're just really vibing this episode. <laughs> Our holy Bible is the TVD wiki. Thank you very much. Please open to page... <laughs> Um, 364 of That's, season seven. Today we'll be talking about Damon Salvatore me. Can being I just without Elena. That triggered a memory <laughs> of being in church and being told to open up to a page of the Bible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Today we'll be reading an excerpt from the diary of oh, Elena God. Gilbert. <laughs> Dear diary, welcome to Elena three sixteen. <laughs> We will then we will then continue on to Bonnie four seventeen, fuck Damon. <laughs> oh God! There's a whole stretch in Damon, uh, Damon eight through Damon twenty three that's really unfortunate, and it's like the same chapter yeah. written over and over again, and you're like, what is going on? But don't worry, we break for lunch at eleven thirteen. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. I don't think what is this podcast? <laughs> what? <laughs> we just went with that, but I love what it. What did we just do? Uh, we we were on a clear path, and we saw a detour, and we were like, road work ahead. Yeah, I sure hope it does, and went. What you just did was triggered PTSD for me. Hey, hey, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that whatever PTSD and whatever, like, unearthed memories we just had... Uh, I just got forcefully reminded of the time somebody walked in on me getting <laughs> closet in a church. So I just want you all to remember that your trauma could be worse. Could if be this is a that. video medium and if you could see my face. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I need to go pray. I'm afraid to go to church now. <laughs> <laughs> the priest, I go to confession and the priest is like doing something on the other side and meanwhile I'm like forgive me lord for I have sinned I watch the vampire diaries on the high holy noon I just spit water <laughs> I hate it here I hate it here so much anyway let's talk about the vampire diaries again you know the fun tv show we talk about and not an organized cult. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen. What is fandom if not an like a chill cult. cult? We go back to dinner at the Salvatore house. Um, Alaric, uh, uh, Alaric's like talking to Damon. He's like, "I'm your fucking friend, and you don't have many friends." To which I say, he has no friends. Yeah, none. You don't have to say you don't have many. You have zero. And it's weird how you want to be one of the ones included in that zero friend. Like, you want to just be, like, the one. That's so weird. Damon's Facebook must be very sad. Yeah. He just... Yeah, he just, one friend. He just friends yeah. a lot of people, but they don't friend him back. 
Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding friend request, 832. Yeah. And it's valid. So, it makes sense why that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at the lake house, Elena's doing a little more reading about uh, the the dagger. Uh, and, oh yeah, one thing we totally forgot to mention uh, is that with this dagger, uh, a vampire cannot use this dagger to kill an original. Dun-dun-dun! Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because if a demon, air quotes, vampire, uses it, um, both the vampire and the original will die. How? I mean, that's a good kind of like... It's like one for one. It's a Backup plan. Because, like, how often is an immortal, like, original vampire going to be caught off guard by a fucking human, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. So, and, the, and then, like, obviously the vampire's going to be like, we can take down Klaus, we can take down Elijah, and the uh, various other unnamed originals that probably um, exist in the ether, but we don't know about them yet. But, yeah. like, they'll be like, I can take them down, stab, and then they're like, eh, and then they're, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Except... The dagger needs to stay in place. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And Walrus stabbed Elijah in the back, which, I mean, bitch-ass move, but, that you was... know, that's okay. You're dealing with original vampire. Yeah. That was, can I just say that scene, chef's kiss, very well done. Genuinely it was good. I'm like, ooh, shit. I loved how Jenna, like, managed not to hear yeah. any of that. Yeah. <laughs> she was making dessert. In the kitchen because she's a woman. Yeah. Hey, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Do you ever think about how Jenna's like one of the few people on this show who's like really hi- should be highly involved in everything because you know her her um her how would you her nephew and niece, niece and nephew niece and nephew are both very much entangled in this whole situation. Even her significant other, very entangled in this whole situation. And she's the only one of them who doesn't know. And she also knows a lot about the town history. Exactly, but she's the only one who doesn't know. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Hmm. We need human characters, that's why. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. But Jeremy's a human character who's still involved. I mean, but Jeremy is with Bonnie, so he's fine. Yeah, but who's to say Jenna wouldn't be fine? The secret mask of tools that we are saving to use for later says that she won't be fine. So, uh, Alaric stabs Elijah in the back and then immediately removes the dagger. And then Elena finds out that at the lake house, Elena finds out that you can't remove the dagger. So Stefan's making calls, just like trying his best to like get a hold of somebody, but he can't get a hold of anybody. And then uh, Elijah's alive, folks. He's back, baby. I know you just had your moment of victory, but it ain't over yet, sweetheart. I know, literally, Elijah just showed up and he was like, bam! It feels <laughs> like, like, by the way, it feels like if you ever watched like a crime show, like, there's always, like, a bad guy that they get in the middle. And you're like, oh, they got the bad guy. But you know in the back of your head, no, it's not the bad guy because there's still 15 minutes left of this episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, who's the actual bad guy? It was, like, it was 100% like yeah. that. <laughs> Except the bad guy was the same bad yeah. guy. <laughs> he just reincarnated. Um, so let's yeah. take a quick little break from that and then head on over to the Gilbert house. Where, uh, I love that place. Jeremy Gilbert's, like, okay. We also forgot this earlier, but Jeremy set out a little date for, for him and Bonnie. Uh, 
It was cute. Oh, yeah. He did. It was really cute. Who's that? And, and I remember Bonnie being like, is this a date? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. It's not a date. He's such a little insecure teenage boy. How cute. He is. But, like, Bonnie also being like, I want to talk to Elena first before we move anywhere. Bonnie literally, Jeremy was like full on gas and Bonnie was like, "Uh uh-uh, e-break, we're waiting. I mean, I think that's smart. E-break? E-break, sorry, (laughs) e-stop. I think that's smart. Like, Elena's her friend, you know? Like, even though, like, Jeremy's allowed to, Jeremy and Bonnie are both allowed to make their own decisions. They don't really need Elena's approval. I think it's nice that Bonnie did, is, is waiting for Elena's approval because, like, that's her friend. And... Yeah, you know she she wants her friend to be okay with that because they are best friends. So like I get it. Yeah, uh, this reminds me of a good uh, poem called uh, "My Best Friend's Brother" from mm, Victorious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bards of our sh- land will sing this loud and proud for <laughs> many years to come. A good story about best friend's wait. brother. Where oh, my God. Me, oh God! Really quick story, not long at all. Where me and my <laughs> me and my one of my close friends from middle school, we um. We made a parody of it, um, but so like instead of it's like yeah 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 my best friend's brother um, is the one for me. I'm familiar. Uh, yes. It's yeah 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 my best friend brother has an STD because we just learned about STDs in Jesus school. Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it was like I a whole new all take. the things I was expecting. That was the farthest thing from my mind i was expecting like my best friend's brother has a really cool dog no, or something like we that took a, we took a oh whole new take God. it was really interesting what we were able to do with that song um i'm really fascinating artistry honestly yeah. jeremy and bonnie are having a little chat about magic and bonnie's like yeah if i can like siphon from something like an element or a another witch or a lunar event or the moon or something i can become a lot more powerful and so Jeremy's like, well, just siphon from me. Humans are like water, right? <laughs> to which I say, I mean, like, yeah, technically. But, yeah, but you're also a human. But there's a lot of other stuff in there, you know? Yeah. Like, we got a lot of water. True. There's also, like, a lot of other shit just, like, in there, you know? Uh, in the Gilbert house, though, uh, who, who appears but... The pizza man. No. Nope. Oh, uh, it's Jonas Martin, Luca's dad. He runs bum, in, bum, bum. Uh, vibe checks Bonnie, and takes Bonnie's <laughs> powers, which is apparently a thing that you can just do, I guess. Yeah, I... That's that's what confused me, because I was like, so Bonnie just can't do magic, so you just took her out of the playing field for what? Like, you did this for what? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> also, Why like, not? <laughs> you can... You can witches can just do that, like you can just. That just seems like an op. That seems very. Yeah, OP. I kind of. I kind of feel like he kind of like took liberty with that and was like, "Your magic, mine, ha and then like ran away with it. Yeah, but like. I mean, he did. I mean, that's what he actually did. Actually, he literally <laughs> just took her magic and ran away with it. Yeah. Hey, what went on here? <laughs> you know, writer. What happened? Uh, writers. Hey, writers, you never bring this up again. You, the only other time magic gets taken from somebody is when they willingly give it up. Uh, or they meet Kai Parker. But then that's a whole different 
that's a whole different thing then. That's all siphoning, right? Was Mr. Yeah. Martin a siphoner? Ooh, what if he was? No, because witch siphoners were kind of like or outcasts of witches, so no, he wouldn't exactly. Be. And he had two normal witch children, so like, hey, hey, what the fuck? Right, as what was the point? What a dick! But also, like, how and why? I don't know. The so, TVD expert has been stumped. Yeah, exactly. TVD Wiki, if you're listening to us, please um, send in your um, explanation, please. And thank you. Yeah, at TVD Wiki, hit us up. Help. I mean, they do <laughs> follow us on Twitter now, so. Me too, thank you. What was that? Okay, Brian. Um, don't pat yourself on the know. back too hard. The Holy Book of the uh, TVD uh, Wiki says that says that pride is a sin and it comes before the fall, but that's right in there. That's right in there in Stefan three eighteen. Bonnie's powers gets yo- gets yoinked. Yeah, she got yoinked. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bonnie. Uh, and then we cut to uh, the lake house mm-hmm. where Elijah does that thing where he takes like super mundane objects and tosses them really high speed through doors and windows. It and was it's fucking it, dope. It was fun the first time, you know, because like it was glass I love when he does and that. it like shattered and you're like, whoa. The second time it didn't hit as hard. It didn't hit as hard, like but because it, it was just one door, it hit. It was a little more, less visually stunning, more just a little more startling. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's more like Elijah. It's more like Elijah's like, "I'm here, bitches." <laughs> hey, bitch! Open up the door. <laughs> Open the lake house. Stop having it be closed. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the next scene is in Elijah's protesting the quarantine. <laughs> So, okay, so uh, Elijah, like, bursts open the door, and Elena comes out, and she's like, fuck it, you know? I will kill yeah. myself if you try insane. to kill the people I love. This insane this- gambit that Elena runs here. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna cut myself, I'm gonna bleed out. And he's like, yeah, Stefan will never let that happen. She's like, okay, well, then Stefan will feed me his blood, and then I'll kill myself so I can become a vampire again. Don't you need me alive? Which insane gambit for you to pull yeah, off here, Elena. Just like, oh, my life, I don't really care about it, as you can clearly see, because I'm willing to sacrifice myself for my friends. But right now, you're putting them in danger. So you know what? I'll kill myself and make it so that you can't use me at all. Like, what? Wild. Wild. So then, Elijah's She's like, She's gonna pull nah, Catherine. Nah, gonna call your bluff here, bud. Not gonna, you're not gonna do that. And uh, Elena's like, fucking watch me and then she fucking does it she just yeah. goes for it she stabs herself and you're like you're like what the fuck exactly and then you're just like stay, sitting there watching her like bleed out and you're like um 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 and nobody's coming to help her so you're like uh so she stumbles out towards towards elijah uh, and he like goes to catch her and then she fucking stabs him with the dagger, and you're like, you're like, oh my god! Insane gambit Amazing. you just pulled off here, Elena. Insane gambit. The execution, beautiful, and so wonderful execution. Then she obviously, and then she gets healed, and she does not become a vampire. She's just a person with a hero complex. Uh, and Whew. Elijah's down for the count as long as they don't remove that dagger. Yeah, yeah. We're not to worry about Elijah anymore. Don't worry, he's gone. He's good. 
so he's good. For good. Not lo- it's gonna put not him like downstairs in the basement. Revive him, you yeah, know? it's not like it's super easy to revive originals or anything. Nah, like just shove him in the basement, y'all. It's fine. So he'll make a great centerpiece for the basement. Hey, hold up <laughs> for their creepy murder basement. A great centerpiece. <laughs> really, you have a centerpiece in the murder basement. Yeah. True. Anyway, murder basements are fucking weird. But the Salvatores <laughs> have one. Good for them. Of course they do. So. Sorry, okay. <laughs> okay. We go back to the Gilbert house where uh, uh, Alaric and Jenna are still kind of on uncertain terms and it's still like awkward and a little bad and because um, all she wants from him is the truth and he's like no I can't give you that Which there is no truth for good reason yes for very good reason I will, I'm will. i on Alaric's side right now I'm like don't tell her just yet because you know there's a psychopathic original vampire probably clamoring his way to town right now but also like what is the sense of not telling her I still don't get that it's, it's just like, to kind of protect her from like mm. but is that really protecting her is my thing in my head the way that you would protect someone is that you tell them what is going on so that they have full capabilities of what's they like know they're aware of what everything that's going on so that they can be prepared if something bad happens to them you know like earlier we saw in this season that jenna stabbed herself in the stomach well which is wow that happened again to Lena. Yeah, wait, Why hold is, up. Gilbert are, women, are you are people good? Just stabbing the, why nah. are y'all just stabbing yourself in the stomach? But we saw earlier that uh, Jenna got manipulated into doing that because of the fact that Catherine was manipulating her because she didn't know that Catherine was a person, that Elena has a doppelganger and that she should be careful and wary of that, you know? And, like, it's small stuff like that where it's, like, it kind of feels like Caroline all over again, hmm. where no one is telling this person this information, and that's what's leading them to get into more trouble than if you would have just told them in the first place. Like, yeah, I get it. Maybe you're like protecting like their mental state or their well being, but you're you're not actually protecting them from what's going on because they don't know what's going on, so they're oblivious to it. And then when things happen to them, and they're like, "Why is this thing happening to them?" They don't know anything about it. Like, they can't actually fully protect themselves. They have to have someone monitor mo- monitoring them to protect them, and that's not always going to be a possibility. Fair. Oh yeah, no, you're one hundred percent right. It's literally just yeah. an idiot plot. It's it's a it's an idiot yeah. plot. Yeah. It's where somebody is an idiot, and so that's what moves the plot along. And I hate to break it to you, if people were less stupid, a lot less of this show would happen. So it's really just <laughs> yeah. an idiot plot. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't mind an idiot plot for a while. Like, if somebody is not in the know for a while, and that's what kind of moves the plot forward. But, like, it gets to a certain point when you're like, okay, it's kind of weird that they don't know any of what's going on. Like, can we now inform them? Because, like, it seems like enough time has passed, you know? Nah. <laughs> nope. Fuck it, you know? Nah, let's keep, let's keep him out of the loop. <laughs> so John Gilbert shows up at the Gilbert house. Uh, and he, like, talks to Alaric, and he's like, well, 
fuck you, Alaric. Give me back my fucking ring. Which, hey, did you remember that all of this was over a fucking ring? Like a fucking scrub? All of this is over some gaudy-ass piece of jewelry. Some, like, class ring, like, cheap-ass class ring-looking shit. Hey, John Gilbert? Yeah. Fuck you, John Gilbert. Get your priorities straight. But also, fuck you. Like, not even, like, over his daughter to be noble. He's like, fuck you, I want my very specific ring back. Go fuck yourself. Like, bro. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. 10 out of 10. Fuck John Gilbert. (laughs) Uh, We cut back. Last scene of this episode here is uh, the Salvatore house. Uh, Oh, not the Mystic Grill? No, surprisingly, I know, I know. Um, I know, right? It's great. So, uh, at the Salvatore house, um, the brothers and Elena uh, put Elijah in the basement. <laughs> they just kind of flop him in there. He's the centerpiece of the room murder together. basement. Uh, <laughs> and the Salvatore brothers uh, get kind of told off by Elena, as they should Which, be. amazing. And... Um, they're like, fine, we'll let you make decisions now. Which, we all know, not about to happen. Not a, no, God, no. Happen. Those two controlling jackasses? No. Not about to happen. No. I love okay. Stefan, but he's gonna hear Elena's like, okay, like I'll just offer my way up to Klaus, and he'll go, uh, no, and she'll be like, bitch, we just talked about this. Exactly. Like, these two motherfuckers? No. Yeah. They don't care about a woman's right to her own body. <laughs> Fuck oh my yeah. god no, i think they they do care about her and like they want to protect her but like it ain't that deep i don't think but also maybe it is this is the cw we're talking about maybe this is the present that they have left in front of us to be unwrapped over time maybe they're like no you know what you don't get bodily autonomy i'm kidding this is not the present that they have meant to, for us to have unwrapped here but maybe it is you know the present that did leave for us to unwrap, though. What's the present? What? It's in the shower. Oh, um, right, Catherine yes. Beck, baby. Once Elijah died, the compulsion left, and Brian's Brian just yelled so loudly his mic cut out. Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't even go that loud. Holy shit! You, you yelled so loudly, your mic was like, no. So Catherine is <laughs> back, and is... she's in Damon's shower. Uh, and she's back, baby. This is one of my favorite Catherine scenes because it's just so badass. She's just like, hi. Got a robe? She's got a robe. Does Damon look like the kind of motherfucker to own a nice shower robe? No. No. He hardly owns towels. And you're telling me uh, this motherfucker owns a robe? Unlikely. Probably not. Unrealistic, nice, like, blocked, and reported. One. But I will say though, Catherine did pick the nice shower. Valid. Valid. She picked the nice bathroom. But like this scene was just like, and I also love how she was like, "I kept my word. I didn't run, so I'm here to help." So it's like Catherine went from being like the manipulative, like the one manipulating everything, to the one that's like, "Great, you need a manipulator. Here, you got one." Here you got one? What the hell was that? That did not sound right. That's not how English works, but I'll allow it. No, you know what? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot also in that scene, like, they had a song that was like, Miss Catherine. Oh, yeah, I totally I thought that was, that was cool. I was like, good job, music supervisor. 
Good job. They were like waiting for that. Like they were just like waiting. They're like, we're gonna use it. We're gonna use it when <laughs> Catherine comes back. I love when I love when shows and movies, especially shows, when they like make really good music choices that fit just right. You're just like, yes, uh, this yeah. fits the vibe perfectly. Okay, let's go on to uh, episode sixteen, the house guest. Another one of those very specific but very unspecific names. Mm-hmm. Um, I legitimately just like blacked out for a second and I thought we were doing the same episode again. I was like, but we just did this one. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the, and then that's where my brain just went the dinner party again. That's what happens when you have two it's, names that sound way too similar right next to one. Yeah, name. that's true. It's weird that they put they put both of these right next to each other because they are the they're okay. We go on a little run here of thes because it goes the return and then there's the descent and then there's dinner party, the house guest, the last dance, the last day. Like, are you okay, season two writers? You good? Did they just pick random. <laughs> they just picked a random plot and was like, yeah. "All right, what's this? What's the name of this? Like a general name for this? Okay, that's the name of the episode." They used a title generator. Yeah, season one only had, like, two the titles, but season two has one, two, three, four. Oh, there's also the sacrifice. So it has one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. It has eight episodes that start with the. Season two, are you okay? Season two, you good? I love her lack of energy, giving us nothing. Go, girl, give us nothing. So uh, this episode is... Uh, Stefan and Bonnie try to convince Jonas and Luca that they should all be working together, but Jonah's lack of trust leads to a violent confrontation. Let's. I would Over like to highlight. Season. I would like to highlight at the beginning of this episode. Let's all remember that it's Jonah who causes all this to happen. It's no one else's fault except for him. Let's That's all just remember that. That's that is true. his fault. That is his fault. Ooh. That's true. You're correct. So. Uh, we begin this episode in the Salvatore house, um, where Stefan and Elena are getting ready for school, uh, and Elena's like, hey, school, you know that thing we keep forgetting about? Finally! Some actual responsibility, children! Go to high school! They're gonna acknowledge it and then forget that that moment ever happened again. But then the next, the next scene is in the school, so they really, like, they're like, we are talking about it. And then we are forgetting about it. Elena is still not in school. <laughs> like, bro. Uh, so it takes her a while to get to school too. So. Uh, oh yeah, it does. From the stop. Oh, from the uh, we cut to inside the Salvatore house. Damon's like just like chilling in the living room. Uh, Elena walks in from the right hallway. Uh, Damon freaks out because he's like, "Wow, that's Catherine. Get the fuck, get the fuck out of here, Catherine. You said you'd leave." And then uh, he freaks out. And then Stefan walks out from the left hall. And he sees Damon choking out somebody who looks like Elena. And he's like, well, that has to be Catherine then. And then runs back to his bedroom to choke out Elena, who is actually Elena. So I just want us all to realize the the Scooby-Doo-esque amount of doors and directions that they come from in this house. Because Catherine comes from the right door, and Damon's like, uh, no, 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 no. Stefan comes from the left door, and Damon's like, that's fine. Stefan's like, I was with Elena just right now. Let me go choke her out and make sure she's not Catherine. Hey, you can't fucking tell by now, Stefan? No. 
You know why he can't tell? She had straight hair. I also could not tell. Um, a lot I mean, of this it episode, is a good, like, switcheroo. <laughs> a lot of this episode, I was thoroughly confused. Like, it felt like my brain was spinning sometimes, especially in the scenes where Elena and Catherine were in the same room. And I was just like, I know these are two different people, but also my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because they would cut back between a lot of scenes between the two of them. So, like, they're, like, different people, but they look exactly the same. And you're like, ow, why? It's just a who's who. We don't know. But, like, you do, though. Because Catherine has a very different vibe than Elena does. Even when she's looking like Elena, very different vibes. But she did say she's getting good at imitating Elena. She is. Which I would agree with. Like Nina Dobrev acting at herself. Good job, Queen. Yeah. No, she the chemistry Nina has with herself is unpowerful. <laughs> hey, Queen, you dropped this. It's your crown. Yeah. It's your so, Emmy. <laughs> you really should have gotten one. Uh so at oh, school she have. Caroline and Matt are hanging up posters for some live fucking soft rock band that's at the grill tonight for some fucking reason. <laughs> We'll get back to this soft rock band because they piss me off to no end later, but just know that they're there. I don't like them. So, uh, fucking Catherine's very good at being bad. We've been new. Uh, Jeremy and Bonnie are back at school. They're cute in the halls of school. Bonnie gives Jeremy just a little tiny kiss because she checks and makes sure Elena's not around. Alaric reveals to Elena that he's going to break up with Jenna. Which is sad for me. I know. Rip. God, it sucks because everyone's like breaking up now and it's like the only people who are staying together are Jeremy and Bonnie and Stefan and Elena and that's all I got going for me now. Hopefully nothing bad happens to them. That's still two ships. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. Out of two out of two out of this show, like ain't four. Bad. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I forgot about Matt and Caroline. Whoops. Two out of this show ain't, ain't, ain't as bad as it could be. Stefan and Bonnie are trying to get Jonas and Luca on their side because they all want to kill Klaus. Uh, which yeah. you know, witches. Let's team up. Let's get some of that yeah. good witch mojo in action, baby. Except, yeah, uh, Jonas did steal. Did seal Bonnie's magic. So, uh, so like maybe things aren't as good as they could be. But maybe they'll move past that. Maybe we will. Next scene, we discover that we won't. Actually, the <laughs> the Martins are gonna try and wake Elijah up so that they can fuck everybody else over and get that motherfucking ritual going. Can I just yeah. say how stupid that plan is? What, the it's Martin's gonna work. Play? It'll be fine. No, I'm just thinking like, cause Jonah, I think he calls them their enemies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you all want the same thing. So how are you enemies? Like, where did this hatred come from? Like, because they took down Elijah. Cause him and Elijah have like this deal. But, like, hey, but you get my daughter they're back. They're saying they're saying, oh yeah, we took down Elijah, but we'll we're we can still work together because. Elijah's not even like, can you 100% 
trust Elijah. Yeah. I mean, to me, him saying that they're they're enemies and they need to take them down and get back. Like, I don't understand why he's so like committed to getting back Elijah. Like, what, what, like, what? I don't get the bond that they have because. If if you're that bonded to Elijah, then I've already put you in the bad guy box. You know what I mean? I think it's with with bleh, with, with Elijah. It's that um Elijah can guarantee the safety of his daughter away but from. But can Klaus. he really guarantee the safety of his daughter? Elijah's a man of his word, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, Elijah wasn't can it literally... just revealed that he didn't have a plan for killing? cloth the only plan that they the plan that they had that they talk about later right is that they were planning on doing something on this witch burial where a hundred witches have been burned which is i'm not even getting into that um but that's their plan and then the so that was like elijah's main plan right yes uh-huh. and then Stefan and Bonnie come to them saying, hey, we know this was your plan. Let's achieve this together. We don't necessarily need Elijah to do this, right? I don't I don't understand where the sudden hatred for them come from. Like, it, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Unless, like, you're, like, so, like, bonded to Elijah. And you're like, oh, we have to save him. And we have to, like, like, I don't know. To me, it, it feels like there there is no need to necessarily go and save elijah right away like maybe stick it out with them for a while see what happens and if it doesn't work out then go save Elijah. but like right away like to declare them as your enemies like that's insane to me it's the toxic masculinity love it's that toxic masculinity <laughs> this pe- these um people haven't really given them like enough reason to trust them because they did drug luca basically <laughs> that is true I we mean, also they- need to <laughs> on the side of the mystic falls gang being maybe like supernatural war criminals they did witch roofie a dude so yeah and there's also, that like, they got they already they already got back at them by taking bonnie's power it's like tip for attack that's now. also like, true now you're doing- if we're trying to make now like a pros cons chart here they are pretty even at this point so, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're even at this point. There's no reason to, like, now go and do something more, like, detrimental to them. Like, you doing that is now just saying, like, for no reason that you're now enemies. And now I must do something more when you've already, like, punched back already. I don't know. It's because they believe that Elijah can help them achieve their, like, end goal, I think. And they I think guess. that, like, these teenagers are just, like, great. A bunch of teenagers going up against an original. Great. We have an actual original to go up against an original, so. It's the toxic masculinity love. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Uh, The other Bennett lady witch that we witnessed earlier in season... Oh my god, was that season two? Masquerade was season two. Yeah, it's, it's the same season. Yeah, it's still season two, Holy bro. shit, we've gone on a journey, y'all. But like, you know yeah, how that... Uh, you know how that witch, Lucy, was like... You know, witches are always on each other's side. And then fucking Martin shows up. Jonas Martin shows up and he's like, hmm, actually, fuck that. So, and that's, it's so weird too, because like he, when he first meets Bonnie, he like recognizes that like she's a Bennett witch and like he knows all this information about Bennett witches. So you think he would be like friendly to another witch. He's not a smart Oh, you're a Bennett witch. Like. He's just. No. I'm sorry. There's just. He's acting on impulse because he wants his daughter back. So he's think he's thinking in that interest, like, get my daughter back. I don't care how. I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, 
like get this one thing for me. I don't care who I hurt. I guess. Yep, men. Men, 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 men. Do not bring the two of Anyway, back to the we Gilbert house. To... Brian, shut up. We're going back to the Gilbert house. It's girls' night. Oh. Caroline has a much too large phone. There's product placement. Hey, you remember when yeah. we called those kind of phones phablets? No. Oh, we did. We did. We? we did. I don't uh, think I was old enough to remember that. You were not. You should have been, but yeah, that's valid. It's, don't worry, you were a church kid, it's fine. Yeah. We used to call them Wait, phablets, because they were phone can tablets. We, can we chant Girls' Night? Because that's what I wrote in my notes. I was just chanting Girls' Night. <laughs> <laughs> girls' Night writes, you know? Fuck it. Fuck the boys. Girls', girls night. night. Girls' Night. Girls' Night. Girls' Night. That's it. That's I'm gonna just be more nice. against that they decided to go with pizza and not Chinese food, because I'm craving Chinese food right now. You can get some. Anyway. Hey, Brian, did you know that you can exchange money for goods and services? What? I know. You can get Chinese food if you want. My God. If there's only was a good Chinese place around me. That's honestly very sad. Very sad yeah. for you. Uh, no. So the girls comfort Jenna. Jenna's like, fine, I will be here to have fun with my teenage niece and whatever. Just here, you and know. She's like the cool mom. She's like the cool mom from Mean Girls. She's like, if you're gonna drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Anyway, ladies, let's go to a bar. Like, hey, hold up. Yeah. So I will I will say though, during the scene though, I do like how Caroline and Jenna do have like little like banter. Cause they're both in the same situation, like Caroline and Matt, Jenna and Alaric. Mm-hmm. Like they're in that kind of like stalemate and, and jenna like she made the good point that like jordan said like for the last episode like just tell them and jenna was like and jenna literally said like if you want to protect them tell them the truth and i agree with jenna i do too I'm at this totally point on jenna's th- side um yeah i love you jenna <laughs> anyway um the girls head off to the mystic grill to see this shitty soft rock band uh and what? at the martin's house they're gonna do some cool witch, witch teleportation. I don't know how to talk anymore. Uh, so no, neither do I. The uh, they what they do is they like project slash teleport Luca into the Salvatore house to find Elijah. So he's yeah. invisible, but uh, the he vampires can still, like, interact with everything. Yeah, he can interact with everything, and the vampires get that something's up. They're not. So vampires aren't, like, magical, but I feel like they, at this point, they get that little feeling on the back of their neck, you know, that, like, somebody's staring at them. One critique I have of the special effects department is that they did not make Luca look like any kind of, like, ghostly, because I feel like it has more of a ghost vibe than being, like, actually present there. Like, like it was really weird seeing him, like, teleport, quote-unquote, teleport there. And he's just there, then, just like wearing like a cap out t shirt. He's exactly like, vibing. I'm like, what are you doing here, and, like, dude? He changed I outfits, maybe, like... but somehow he's not <laughs> ghostly. Yeah, like I, I get like maybe like oh, we're like the you want you kind of wanted to trick us into thinking that the vampires could see him, but I would have rather a more ghostly presence. That would have been cooler. That's valid. Eh. I'm sure the Vampire Diary special effects team will hit you up on that. Uh, except they have no special They're effects team anymore, and Legacies has like a three dollar budget. So yeah, <laughs> it's not. They, they blew their entire budget on a dragon. 
<laughs> and a weird mud robot. Yeah! So, the vampires uh, have a feeling that something is afoot. Uh, so, um, they keep, like, looking around their shoulders. Or, like, looking over their shoulders, like, what the fuck? And Luca's in the house, uh. snooping for Elijah. Uh, so, Luca makes his way down to the basement and fies, finds where Elijah is. And, uh, you know, who else also makes their way down to the basement? Catherine, because she's going to go get a little drink. Uh, so, she... Uh, she uh, goes down to the, the basement, find, like hears something weird, uh, and it, when she looks, she can see, she can't see Luca, but she can see the dagger in Elijah's chest trying to come out. So mm -hmm. she is, ready. is... <laughs> it's a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. So she uh, goes and, like, holds it down. And she's, like, having a tough time holding it down. Uh, and uh, so Luca's like, ah, oh, fuck, what do I do? She's not letting me take the dagger out of Elijah. And Jonas is like, okay, well, fuck it. Find a, find a stake. Drive it through her heart. You're invisible. You can do what you want. So he yeah. stabs, Eli or stabs well. Elijah. Or, sorry, stabs. Who the fuck does he stab? <laughs> Catherine in Catherine. the fucking stomach. Uh, Elijah's already stabbed on the floor. A centerpiece. We knew. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot my principles of interior design. So also he's per uh, he's he's crispy. He really is. They part, tried to burn Damon him was earlier. Like, yeah, Damon had. A, I don't know where Damon got a flamethrower. That's my question. I don't know, but he uses it again here. So Damon comes down, sees that uh, Catherine is stabbed, and that the dagger is trying to move, and he. Sets Luca on actual fire. So yeah. Luca, who is whose real body is back with his dad in their house, catches on fire because his fake witch teleportation body is on fire Psychic link. in uh in the Salvatore house. So obviously very fucking startling. Uh I mean, yeah, like you're doing a spell, all of a sudden the person in front of you catches on fire. I mean, at the dinner table, that's just rude. I know, right? <laughs> at least excuse yourself first. So. <laughs> excuse yourself, then burn alive. Like, come on. Exactly. Manners. So, um, Luca catches on fire. He is dead? Question mark? Yeah. He's dead because um, I think uh, Jonas tries to do a spell trying to like revive him like heal him or something and he's like this shit ain't working probably because he got burned to a fucking crisp via psychic <laughs> link it's like if somebody set you, you know? on fire via skype <laughs> <laughs> I that's amazing actually thinking about that like that's actually really badass though like a good way to a cool way to kill somebody it's actually one of like a cool death scene from the vampire diaries like it actually is like that whole witch psychic teleportation link. psychic link he catches on fire he takes down a, he takes down catherine like catches on fire can interact with it's a super fascinating magical like a sequence especially like a fight sequence because yeah. we can mm -hmm. see the whole thing that's going on but the the but other the characters can't. can't they're just fighting against nothing it's super fucking fascinating uh love this whole sequence 
high point of the episode honestly if i'm being real like high mm-hmm. point of like this is a pretty good fucking point in this season i really like this a lot yeah mm-hmm. and then we cut to the fucking mystic grill uh, where my favorite place in the entire world some fucking <laughs> soft rock band is playing on the fucking stage and they're not that good i really just i don't hate it they're like okay but like could be a lot better you know like what do you think they can improve on like you're the vampire diaries book an actual band yeah that's the local band from the next town over it really is (laughs) i'm thinking about like I don't know if you guys have ever watched um, the OC, but they had like, or One Tree Hill. They both had like really, really good music, and they were always able to get cool musical acts on the show. As Listen, it's either like, we get cool vampires and like cool special effects or a band. I'd take special effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, come on, you know. Also, I love the note that you wrote. It's like there's actual character stuff going on, but all that you can focus on is a soft pop, bleh, soft pop, bleh, 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 bleh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it here. Soft pop punk band. Thank you, and good night. <laughs> hey, there's like at the Mystic Grill. Hold they, on. They like. Uh, oh, hold on, my- they're an actual band. They are. Oh my god. Hold up. Do they have are they on iTunes? This is interesting. They actually hired an actual band. Holy shit. I just figured they were extras. Same. I didn't figure they were extras. Yeah, like they were just like, hey, can you hold a guitar and pretend to play it? Sure. One of you will get a speaking role. You'll make double what your friends are making. Haha. You'll be forever immortalized in this iconic scene of the Vampire Diaries. Well, what popped up when I when I uh, pulled up this uh, this band is what popped up is their MySpace page. So, oh God. Okay, so this band is on stage playing music, and then there's a whole bunch of character stuff happening. What the fuck ever. Candace, sorry, Caroline goes up on stage, sings the song to Matt. Go off, Queen. We love you. And then best scene ever. And then uh, everybody cheers while two high schoolers make out on stage. Like that's not fucking weird. Like where that's is terrible. the stage manager? Who the stage manager was Caroline. Let's be real here. <laughs> Valid. So then I really I want to say this. I really want Legacies to recreate this scene because it's just it's so iconic. Like ah, I love Caroline. Brian, you say every scene is so iconic. I just love the show. <clears throat> Every scene is iconic. It's epic. And I love it. Also, Candace can fucking sing. She actually can. She's apparently like she's like, really famous in Japan or something. Uh, and Martin is on a fucking warpath to try and find Elena to make up for the fact that his son got murked. So. Hey, God, matey. There are more scenes at the at the Salvatore house, and I do not like Damon or any of the conversations he has with any woman ever. They're all kind of gross and leave a bad taste in my mouth. Much like a cat t- tasting liquid medicine, I will just foam at the mouth like I have fucking rabies because it tastes gross, y'all. I hate it. And we tied it all back. 
<laughs> See, that's what we call a full circle. At the Mystic Grill, uh, Elena walks in on Caroline and Matt making out in the bathroom. Weird and unsanitary, but I really can't say that I haven't done it, so I can't judge. <coughs> Bonnie admits to Elena that she wants to date uh, Jeremy, which, go Bonnie. Good job, Bonnie. I'm so proud of you. Bonnie, like, I love how Bonnie's just like, hey, um, I want to date your brother. <laughs> like, non, like, she didn't, like, lead into it and go, like, hey, so Jeremy and I have been hanging out a lot more. She's like, hey, I want to date Jeremy. <laughs> she knows well, she, she kind of leads into it. She kind of is like, would it be weird if I dated your brother? You yeah, know? she's. It's not like she says, I want to date your brother. She's like, hey, I'm dating your brother. And she's like, I can kill you with a blink <laughs> of an eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, um, this entire episode, the theme around it has been like telling the truth and like keeping secrets and whether or not that's a good thing or not. I yeah. feel like they're pretty much hitting us over the head with that being the theme of this episode. So I was kind of expecting Bonnie to drop that one eventually sometimes in this episode. I, was, I was, thought she would drop it earlier, but you know, now is better than never. You can never say never. I don't think. Wait, no. is that the melody? No. You know what? No, I'm shutting that down. You know what we're going to talk about? The fact that Jonas Martin stalks into the Mystic Grill and he's ready to fuck shit up, folks. He, like, yeah. fucking pushes out lights everywhere and he's just out here, like, destroying bottles, pushing out lights. He's just out here being a menace to society. He literally has honest. nothing to lose. He just stabs Matt in the fucking throat. Well, oh. rip Matt. We it's been a good run, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie Blue Eyes. You're down for the count. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and then he just like disappears. He just vanishes. You know, Caroline. Well, I think it, uh, um, I think it's because Elena <laughs> like left the grill, and his main goal was to get Elena. So they're like trying to get him away oh, from yeah. people. That's why. But yeah, he just zoomed. I don't exactly. That's why, but that's not a joke, Brian. I don't know if you've realized oh. this, but everything I say is meant to be a joke. And I oh. will never say anything in all sincerity. Uh, Nothing is supposed to be serious. Everything's a joke. Serious. Welcome to nihilism, motherfucker. So Sorry, my favorite, my favorite One Directioner is Zane. <sighs> <laughs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> She actually walked away. She walked away from her. <laughs> I thought I thought you were just waiting for me to shut up, but you're just gone. <laughs> I am so sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> she okay? I Fuck need to know. You. Is she okay? Fuck you. <laughs> Do you need CPR? No. No. Jordan, you good? I'm no. fine. I'm doing well. Great. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. So. Back at the Gilbert house, 
Uh, Jeremy and Bonnie are there just like chilling and vibing in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. And Stefan as, shows as up with Elena. And Stefan asks the weird question of like, have you checked the house? Uh, which question mark? Yo, what the fuck? And they're like, why would we check the house? As Elena goes upstairs. Uh, as she's kind of just like washing off her hands, you know, like trying to calm down from the day. Guess who steps out of the shadows? But Jonas Martin. Dun, dun, also, dun. hey, I just noticed this. What? Jonas Martin has two last names. I know that we oh, should. Yeah, we say we say to never trust a motherfucker with two first names. I say we doubly don't trust a motherfucker with two last names. Yeah, yeah, that is a hard one to trust. So Jonas fucking jumps out of the jumps out of the nowhere uh, and tries to hit Elena, and then it turns out it's not Elena, but Catherine. Surprise! It's she, getting real easy being you. She fucking mercs that motherfucker. She yeah. just, just straight up quick. just teeth to neck to death. Uh, and teeth, he is and gone. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jonas He's Martin. Gone. Bonnie feels bad. Bonnie does feel bad. Yeah. Um, but also because for some reason it's a witch, you know, it never feels great, except this witch did just steal your powers like yesterday. And was the only one who did give her back her powers. So, so if only Bonnie had a way to get her powers just back. Wreck havoc. If only. If only. If only she went up to the bathroom to investigate his body and he grabbed onto her head very intensely, shook a lot, and then finally got his neck fucking snapped. If only but that wait. happened. But wait. Oh, it did! I think that did happen. It wow! Did. We cracked the case. <laughs> You're telling me she got her powers back? Yeah, th even yeah. I'm like, that was way, that didn't do anything. That was pointless. That kind of was. He just stole her powers. For what reason? None. Uh -huh. So you did this for what? Why not? <laughs> Jeremy and Bonnie have a little moment. They're cute. We Yay. love them. We stand Johnny. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> shut up, Brian. We have picked Brian, this fight. If you bring up another stupid thing the TVD fandom did back then that we 100% disagree with, I swear. It's a new year, a new day. Fuck Baramy. They're Johnny now. <gasps> exactly. So, uh, Bonnie has an new found vengeance and a new found plan to kill Klaus which love that for her and she knows exactly how to do it because when Jonas Martin gave her back her powers he also apparently transferred a vision into her head of how to kill Klaus which <sighs> really <laughs> that's just how we're doing <laughs> remember it now that. remember how we got the Bonnie Flex tape. <laughs> you remember how we got that Bonnie Bennett flex tape? Yeah, man. I do remember we that. We got the Jonas Martin tape. flex tape now. New and improved and quickly discontinued. <laughs> Had a very limited run because it did get recalled nearly immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Due to unpopular demand. <laughs> so... So then after that whole thing, we cut to the Salvatore house where Catherine apparently just curled her hair to go to bed. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Ma, that's a lot of effort. I also noted that. 
you know what? Just to go to sleep. No, I think Catherine just has wigs at this point. She's just like, pop, and then pop, wig. Um, that's my one pet peeve about TV shows when characters go to sleep with their with like something like that, like makeup on their face, and you're like, Yeah, I know. Damon's going to so bed with full coverage foundation. Like you're just you're just going to sleep like that. Well, that's because Damon has Isn't never washed gross? his face. <laughs> <laughs> my god like here's the thing I don't mind if it's like a little touch of makeup cause you know they're on camera but like having lip gloss on and then be like and like fake eyelashes and be like oh off to bed now I think Catherine no. probably thought she was gonna get laid <laughs> that's very valid actually though that is yeah. the only valid part that happens so she uh she goes and like climbs onto Damon and she's like, Hey, sweetheart, and he's like, Actually, there are six other bedrooms in this house. Go pick one of them. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes Damon's the worst, but that's actually a pretty good comeback. Yeah, I was very one, proud Damon. of him. I was very proud of him for like um resisting dark evil temptress, number one. Hey, but can we also talk about how this Salvatore house eventually becomes a boarding school? There are only six mm-hmm. bedrooms, y'all? Yeah, I noticed that too. We don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, so we go to uh, to Matt's house where Caroline reveals to him that he's a that she's a vampire. <laughs> well, this ha- I, don't think we, I don't think we mentioned this. I don't think we mentioned this, but after Matt gets stabbed in the neck by a glass bottle, Caroline then decides to feed him her blood to save him. Yeah. We love that for her. She made the right choice. She had to do what she had to do. Honestly, we love Caroline for doing what she has to do, but rip to her for having to do with Matt freaking out. Yeah. That was, it was more intense because like Matt was like, because she admitted the truth and then Matt kind of put two plus two together and realized it equaled four and was like, what did you do to my sister? Cause now I don't think he did. I think that was the wrong math. He did two plus two, and got six. <laughs> but he really meant to get four. But like he kind of like did get it right, like slightly. He was like he realized vampires. He got that's exactly what I'm saying. He got oh, yeah, it right, you're right, you're right slightly, you're right. <laughs> but not a hundred percent correct. He was there, but not quite there. Exactly. He tried. Did he an tried. attempt was made. But, like, it did kind of hurt because he was, like, looking at Caroline, like, what did you do to my sister? And Caroline's like, what are you talking about? And that's the thing. Car- Does Caroline even know about what happened to Vicky? Probably not. Because she was the one so who like, found Vicky's in the forest, right? Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. But, like, that's all she knew. Like, this is before she knew of any vampires or anything like that. God, does I don't like know she's about ever Vicky? been informed of this. Probably, probably. Well, you say probably as though the Salvatore brothers tell anybody anything. Exactly. Or Elena or Bonnie probably told her. But why would they tell her that? Hey, you know this body that you found traumatized in the and traumatized you while you were in the woods? That was all Damon. <laughs> and not being smart enough. Like, like, like. So, like, I think. Again, we see another example of people not sharing the important information and therefore just, like, a lot of miscommunication. 
and it leading to bad things. But also, Carolyn's 100% confused in this moment because she's like, why is Matt blaming me for something that happened to his sister? You yeah, know? you can tell. I don't think she actually realizes. Like, I don't think she... She doesn't. Maybe she just hasn't put it together, but I don't think she knows what happened because she looks so genuinely confused. Yeah, she doesn't... She's like... And, like, the thing is, maybe she could be like, I can explain. Like, I don't... Like, I, I'm not the one who... But she doesn't even know. She can't even explain because she doesn't know. Yeah, because at that point, she's like, uh, huh? <laughs> she's like, I didn't do anything to Vicky. And then he's like... But I do... I just loved that. Like, how he instantly was like, Vicky. Like, and it's nice that Vicky's still getting the mentions. It's nice. Exactly. She's still getting the mention. Is She has a few episodes here and there. Still getting a mention here. Um, but last thing in this episode uh, is the Gilbert household, uh, where Jenna's just eating ice cream out of a pint. Just, I did like, that vibing. earlier. <laughs> yeah, you know what? She She's like, if I go to bed now, there is a chance that I'll wake up hangover free. Uh, and you know which what? Which I love that. She knows, she's yeah. like, there's at least like a 25% chance I'll wake up hangover free, so I probably should. Jenna used to be a pothead. She knows how this works. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So she's interrupted though by a knock on the door. Mormons. <laughs> it's the Mormons. <laughs> um, coming out at like midnight in Mystic Falls, I would not be surprised. Mormon but vampires. Would I. Think about it. So uh, she opens the door, and who does she see? Isabel. <gasps> Shit. Da, da, da. That's my line. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> I gotta say, just thank you guys for the dramatic things that you just did. You know, sometimes I really feel like sometimes we're not always on the same page page for bits and stuff, but like right there, that was a united front in being dramatic mm-hmm. ass motherfuckers. And I love and that for us. When this episode first aired and like there was a knock on the door, even I was like, Who the fuck is at the door? Like, who could it I be? I really like, thought yeah, I genuinely I, thought I it was going to be like Elijah. Before. I genuinely thought it was going to be Klaus. I don't know why. I was just like, you know what? I mean, this that's not right. a bad thought to have. But like... Yeah, no, I actually also thought it was going to be Klaus. But like, I remember like that pan around to reveal Isabel, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is she doing here? So like, she's you know here, Isab- baby. She's back. <gasps> oh, God. I love Isabel. Hopefully she sticks around for a while. Hey, Jordan. What are yeah. you going to rank episode... Uh, two fifteen, the dinner party. Um, okay. Overall, I'm just gonna say about the two episodes. I think I really enjoyed them. I had a fun time watching them. Um, episode fifteen was good. I really liked the flashback scenes. I really liked the reintroduction of Lexi before she died. Um, I really liked. Um, the whole like. Oh, the, both of the times when um, Elijah got stabbed, they were both like very like good jump scare surprise moments for me, which I really enjoyed and loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were executed very well, especially the the second part with Elena and her stabbing herself and then stabbing like the whole execution, the whole like like the build up, the way it worked out. Like I loved that entire scene. That was amazing to me. Um, yeah, I think overall episode 15 was like really good. I don't think there was anything that really made me annoyed other than like the small passing mention of things that 
could be cool to go into but then they're just like oh nope never mind let's just keep walking um but i really liked it so i think i'm gonna give it an eight okay Hmm. brian what are you ranking it how i'm rating these episodes is basically on like how i react when i first watch them because watching these episodes again it's like i love watching them again because it's like i remember like those memories and everything like that episode 15 the dinner party great episode again because it's one of those standout episodes when i think of vampire diaries like of season two like it's a standout episode for me so i'm gonna go with a nine you're really playing with it there huh boy (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say he, he's gonna give this a ten. No, like, this is not a ten. Okay, it wasn't ten worthy. No, this is not a ten episode. I'm saving so, my ten. You've already given out two tens this season. <laughs> that won't be the last. <laughs> they will not. <laughs> Why is Brian a French villain now? We we we. What are you gonna do? Steal my baguette? <laughs> Oh, I want some megats right now. Let's go to France. (laughs) So, I'm thinking, honestly, okay. Honestly. I get these episodes are important. They're important, like transitional episodes. They kind of lead into, they're leading us into the last, very last part of the of the season here. Very last uh, chapter, yes. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up, Brian. <laughs> Very last third of the season. It feels like we're building to something now. Like now we're kind of the wolves were there. They were kind of a, a distraction, but now we are all focused on vampires, on Klaus, on all that good shit. I'm gonna give this episode. I really like okay. Here's the thing. Okay. I watched these episodes today. Okay. This episode, The Dinner Party, I'm going to give an eight. And I'm going to go oh. ahead and give my rating for the house guest right now. It's <gasps> only like a 7.5. Oh. It's fine. I will inevitably forget about them immediately. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Jordan. What are you given for episode 216, The House Guest? Okay, so for 16, we have the whole back and forth of Caroline, which has been going on for a while now. So you're like, oh, they finally closed it up. And then, nope, they didn't because more stuff had to be revealed. So that plot kind of went nowhere other than the fact that they're kind of back together, but not really. I don't know. Um, and then we have Alaric and Jenna still not together. Alaric's still keeping stuff from Jenna. So nothing really happened there. Um, the big theme of this episode, for me, what I was feeling was like a lot about like truth giving, truth telling, and like keeping secrets away from people. There was a lot of parallels. Uh, so we have. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I guess with this episode, did I really enjoy it that much? No. I didn't. I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I I, I definitely think I enjoyed. I really enjoyed the episode fifteen. It's not like episode sixteen wasn't engaging. It was engaging. I just didn't love it. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. Even I think 
even like the the bad guy of this episode, which is Jonas Martin, like he was kind of getting on my nerves. You can't trust a motherfucker <laughs> with two like, last names. Exactly. So like you cannot. Hmm. Yeah, I think I might go on the same with you and do a 7.5 because I didn't like love it enough to be an 8 but it wasn't like okay like it was still engaging enough to not be like a 7 mm-hmm. yeah I feel yeah like. I'm gonna agree with you on that one Brian yeah. what you got hit me with it <laughs> a 10 just kidding it's not a 10 um see for me this episode was just kind of like the it kind of felt mid-season finale-ish ish like not fully like but it's episode 16 out of 22 i know it just kind of felt like we're kind of wrapping up like it yeah kind of like that it kind of just felt like it was wrapping up like um a lot of like the drama stuff that was happening Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. kicked off new drama i can see that and i loved the catherine stuff in this episode like a lot like how catherine was heavily involved again and Honestly, we didn't really talk about this, but I loved her banter with Damon. Yeah, like, they I have lo- good banter. They do. Like, as much as I hate to admit it, Nina and Ian do have a chemistry that it, it's good. It's not, like, the best chemistry on the show. But, like, it's still, like, it's there. You can see it. Um, mm-hmm. And also, Candace singing. Like, Caroline singing to Matt. Like, that melts my heart. It melts me heart. It's cute. And then I also loved, like, the Jonas like attacking the entire Mystic Grill, and everyone yeah, like just taking like going the- wild, and everyone just was like, "This is normal day in Mystic Falls. This We're is fine." fine. <laughs> um, we got health insurance. Um, um, this is hard actually. Okay, I'm going to say eight because a lot of just it has a lot of moments that I remember. Because I'm trying to remember, like, how I reacted when I first watched this. Like, that's really why my ratings are so high. Teenager Brian loved this shit. But what about and adult still loves Brian? Shit. Still loves this shit. <laughs> I think this is peak like television. Okay. Game of Thrones? Cancelled. I mean, it is, but, like... <laughs> it is, but go on. Um, is it cancelled or did it just end? It just ended. <laughs> it ended. It just ended. Um, but... Not even that good. Yeah, no, I thought that's a whole other podcast after the game, (laughs) after the throne. Um, But yeah, no, I'm just trying to like. uh, Uh, But yeah, I'm really trying to remember like how like I watched it. And like a lot of this is just like my notes are just like, I remember this moment, like when I first saw it. It's like, I remember this. I remember that. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. So really, I'm just like reminiscing at this point. (laughs) I know you're a weird old man who sits outside the general store in a rocking chair and tells us about how it used to be you walked uphill <laughs> both ways to get into the fandom there were still ship wars between you had to wait three Delina business days Delina. to get a reply from Judy Pleck uh, there's still ship wars between God, ship, wars were, ship wars were committed by Pigeon that's it for this week Woo. on Afterbite next week uh, we're going to be watching episodes 17 and 18 Know Thy Enemy and The Last Dance we're really uh, getting down to the wire here, folks. We are going into the last three Afterbite episodes of season two. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. We're getting, we're getting into it. You know, we're getting in. 
so as always follow us on twitter at afterbite pod uh, or if you have if you want to fucking like call into the show like it's an early morning radio dj like feel free to do so leave us voice messages on anchor.fm slash afterbite uh or just like yell at us dude just yell into the void we'll receive it Mm -hmm. i will hear it i see all and i hear all and i will get that (laughs) so uh join us next week next friday uh thanks for tuning in uh stay inside stay safe and wash your fucking hands don't protest (laughs) just wash your fucking hands (laughs) y'all